0: Welcome to Synth Stories, my name is Ronik Sethi. Every episode we feature an artist or producer who shares their personal story with a specific hardware synthesizer and then demonstrates how they used that synthesizer to create a specific sound on one of their tracks. Synth Stories is brought to you by Ask.Audio. If you're interested in improving your audio and music production skills from recording to synthesis to mixing and mastering, visit the Ask.Audio Academy. Listeners of Synth Stories can save $5 per month on a subscription to the Academy, which contains over 550 video courses. Simply visit www.ask.audio forward slash synth Hi,
1: this is Sarah and James of Stereo Spread. You're listening to Synth Stories on Ask Audio.
0: Stereo Spread are Sarah Snyder and James Hopkins based in Asheville, North Carolina, USA. Underpinning Sarah's gorgeous vocals are luscious layers of shimmering synth melodies and pads that unashamedly blend electronica and synth pop. In this episode, Sarah and James share the chain of events that brought the Dave Smith Instruments Prophet 12 into their studio and into their lives. Sarah also goes in-depth when recreating the bass, pads, and lead sounds for possibly my favorite stereo track, Achingly beautiful, frozen. Still, I want to the
1: in my eyes. Well, we actually started collaborating before James came up here, um, and we did a song called "Spirals" with. Uh, uh, was I
2: working with Jadigar? Yeah,
1: time? with our friend Jason Martinez. Is that yes? Name? Jason Martinez. Jason Martinez from, from Jadagara We did a song called "Spirals" with him. And then um, (laughs) when he got here, we really wrote a bunch of goofy music. And then we spent about six months figuring out what we were going to call our band. So, like, when we got together, we we would flirt with each other by making audio engineering jokes that were sexual innuendos. Like, I'll tweak your potentiometers and... I'll, I'll adjust your
2: faders and... Uh,
1: I'll spread your stereo. <laughs> Hence, we got stereo spread. So Frozen was a, based on a chord progression that I had written for a song back when I was about 18, right after I got out of high school. And I, was, I wrote it on guitar. And so James really liked the chord progression. And so we took the chord progression and one little vocal line from that song and remade it into Frozen.
2: I think there are multiple parts to it, if I remember correctly. And yet, you know, like she said, we only took little bits and pieces after the chord but Because, you know, we went somewhere different with it. But that's the great thing about writing music. You don't always end up where you start. You know, you sometimes just go someplace completely different. We tried to kind of go, I guess the term is like glacial with it. I mean, like I wanted something where you listen to it and you can chill out, but you also can feel something like you're on a like um, imagine you're in an airplane and you're landing in like Iceland or something, you know, and you see all the snow and you see all the ice and see the water kind of like that. That's kind of what I I was trying to do with that. It's
1: definitely like synth gaze, synth pop, dream pop kind of inspired. And the interesting thing was, is I'm not quite sure how I ended up singing so high on that song but it just sort of happened and it sort of fit and we ran with it and um, it turned out really beautiful so sort of i was throwing out these song bits and pieces to james of things that i had written over the course of my life And, you know, he would grab onto something. I really like that or, you know, and so when it was remade, I had to sort of get over my attachment (laughs) to the original versions in order to hear it as this new kind of creation that we had made together. And so it's just, you know, sometimes I would get too attached to the old and not kind of envision the new. And James is really has sort of a visionary type mind where he can kind of hear where a song can go and and so he really is a producer mindset in that way and that he sort of hears the potential in things in different ways than i listen thing in frozen if i'm not mistaken was written in reason
2: yeah we reimagined the sounds and recreated them on the prophet 12 by dave smith instruments yeah and if i'm
1: designing patches i'm going to be at the prophet 12 most of the time and the pro two would be the the runner up to the profit 12 and then we also have the the uh profit six which is wonderful for just throwing a shit ton of sounds on and going through them although it's kind of annoying to go through them because you have to click a billion times just like <laughs> clicky 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 to go through the sounds on it but it's based on the profit five what do you expect but um it's tr- in terms of sound design the profit 12 is hands down the most versatile synth I've ever played on, you know.
2: Especially with the DX functionality now, too.
1: Yeah, and now they've added linear FM synthesis. They've added linear synthesis. um, And so you can kind of emulate some of those DX7 sounds on it if you know what you're doing.
2: Yeah, it's not not (laughs) as easy as you'd think. It's pretty tough. But the great thing is, I know, we're going to be releasing our upcoming CD, and it's going to have all of our songs redone you know, all of the songs we choose redone on our DSi synths. When we first started, we didn't have money to buy synths or any stuff like that. So we would write in uh, Reason mm-hmm. and, you know, we'd use other VSTs and all that, VSTIs and all that. Well,
1: the Prophet 12 is the second synth that we got from DSi. And what was the um, first
2: one? The mofo, I think,
1: right? Uh, I had a mofo actually when James and I got together. Um, and we never really used it that much, actually, which yeah. is kind of sad. But, um, It just um, it was the Mofo module, and modules are just kind of not as inviting to write with as the full keyboard synth with all the bells and whistles and knobs and everything. (laughs) Um, And so the so we had gotten the Pro Two, which was really hyped, rightfully so, when it came out. And um,
2: it's my favorite mono synth. Like we had a Moog, and now we don't, but we still have the Pro (laughs) Two.
1: Yeah, it would just the DSI sensor really, really uh, to me they're the most intuitive sense to use, and so after the Pro Two which we loved. And it was so intuitive and so fun to play. And the paraphonic mode creates these really interesting textures. I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to get the Prophet 12 now. It's just, you know, we can't avoid it. We've just got to do it. So, you know, we kind of came up with the money for it and, um, you know, ordered it through DSI. Who
2: are awesome, awesome customer support.
1: And so we got the Profit 12, and it's, it was very similar in structure to the Pro 2. And, of course, the Profit 12 was actually manufactured first. so It was more the Pro 2 was based on a lot of the architecture of the Profit 12, but they are different. The Profit 12 only has one filter, um, and the Pro 2 has the two filters, uh, the Curtis filter and the um, Oberheim filter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, the Pro 2 has the Oberheim based filter, which I just know it which good. is really interesting because now with the OB6 that came out from DSI, it's kind of got it's also got that Oberheim filter on it as opposed to the Prophet 6, which has the Curtis filter. The thing I loved most about the Prophet 12 is that you can um, modulate almost anything on it. There's a handful of things that you can't um, tie a modulation source to. I think you can't modulate sustain on the the amplitude envelope, but most almost anything on it. It's like it's uh it's about as close as you can get to a modular synth in terms of yeah you can literally modulate anything with anything else almost. I definitely don't run out of ideas when I'm working with it. So uh, and the thing about the the Prophet 12 is it's not inviting. Until you actually sit down and start trying to do sound design on it. We rarely ever use any of the built in sounds on the Prophet 12. Yeah. They just aren't, haven't been particularly inviting for our music in, in particular. Yeah. And so, but once you sit down with the Prophet 12 and start creating your own patches, is when you really fall in love with it. So the first thing I'm going to play is a similar pad sound to this uh, sound in Frozen, and I'll just play through the chords so you can kind of hear that. And that pad sound is essentially based on like a sine wave type pad, and I have a little bit of um, linear Oh, actually I think it's exponential FM synthesis happening in this patch. So essentially in the in the uh profit twelve here, I have one oscillator that is a tines shape, which is one of the digital waveforms. And then the other four oscillators are sine waves that are are slightly modified. Their shape is slightly modified. And if you go in here, you can see, I can see that um, I've put a little bit of FM synthesis on the second oscillator that, so it's modulating that kind of gives it that, a little bell light quality, and then I basically used all of the um, delays on here and just kind of um, set them and turned them all up a little bit to create kind of a reverb because there's not a built-in digital reverb on the Prophet 12 like there is on the Prophet 6, but there is uh, the four delays including a bucket delay. So I um, added a little bit of delay to to all four of them to create a reverb type sound on it and and had a, um, so in in fact the I don't think the release on this sound is terribly long, but the reverb kind of makes it have that nice tail. Um, there's a little bit of, I think a tiny bit of distortion and drive to kind of give the sound a little more oomph and maybe, um, I spread the stereo field just a tiny bit on it, which just widens the oscillators and the sound. I also created, recreated a bass sound from Frozen. Let me get to it here. So the bass sound This bass sound is uh, very subby, and so I wanted to start with a, a sine wave. And in fact, I'm not—I'm not actually using uh, counterintuitively. I'm not actually using the sub oscillator um, for this sound because um, I really wanted a pure sounding kind of bass. And so the sub oscillator being an octave lower than the first oscillator would create, you know, these two octaves and it would sort of muddy it a bit. And so I just used a sine wave on my first oscillator. And then the second oscillator is a pulse wave. And that um, actually gives the bass more oomph, than just the sine wave. Um, it kind of give, gives it a little more attack and, and a little more just kind of heft to that sound. Um, and so if I crank the filter, you can hear more of the sine wave like this. So by bringing down my frequency, I keep it subby, but the pulse wave gives it that attack and oomph underneath there. And so that's a fairly simple sound. Um, I also, of course, gave it some distortion and drive to kind of give it a little more heft. So the filter is in the four-pole. It's the four-pole filter on this bass sound. Um, let me look at my envelope here to see what's going on. And fairly uninteresting in terms of the uh, envelope for the filter. Just kind of the the attack's at zero. It's got about half the decay and sustains up pretty high and then the release is about half, halfway up. And it's about equivalent to the amplitude envelope. So it's just pretty much a fairly straightforward bass, kind of subby bass sound. So, um, and the last sound I'm gonna show from Frozen um, that I've recreated is the lead sound, which kind of really defines the song. If you listen to the original recording, um, that lead is actually really side-chained to the kick, I think. Um, and so it's kind of got this pulsing. And comes, yeah, but what I did do was assign a... Um, an LFO to the amplitude envelope to kind of make the sound have like a, a pulsing every half note. So it's, it's synced to the MIDI on that one to kind of pulse the uh, sound a little bit, kind of like that side chain would have. Uh, this sounds essentially a uh, super saw uh, lead. And so it's built of different sawtooth waveforms. So uh, that are kind of uh, modulated left and right on the, the second two and then kind of in the middle on the first one. And so the, the, the hallmark of the um, super saw sound is that you have your sawtooth waves at different octaves, and then they're also slightly detuned to give it this kind of really harmonically dense characteristic. And so that's essentially how the sound is made, is, is by stacking sawtooth waves in, uh, in different octaves and then slightly detuning them. And I think in terms of the frequencies envelope and stuff like that, It's a fairly straightforward envelope and uh, filter going on here as well. And so it's filter envelope is pretty much up the whole way so this this sound is like continuously filtered there's not much happening on the front or back end of this sound like the filter is applied to this sound across the board although there is on the amplitude envelope the attack isn't immediate so it does have a bit of a fade in on the um, attack of the sound to kind of give it that um, almost like kind of a sort of swelling string type feel to it and so that's about it for the sounds that we recreated for the song frozen.
2: Our music is available um, on Bandcamp, uh, bandcamp.com backslash stereospread, soundcloud.com <laughs> forward slash stereo Spread, iTunes.
1: And um, Frozen in particular is actually on Beatport as part of a um, EP release. With uh, was-
2: Dagger Records, I think. Yeah, it
1: was remixed.
0: A big thank you to Sarah and James from Stereo Spread for reconstructing the sounds from Frozen on the DSi Prophet 12. Crazily, Stereo Spread are not currently signed. Go figure. So, go check them out on SoundCloud, iTunes and Beatport. Simply search for Stereo Spread, all one word. And if you're looking to improve your audio and music production skills, whether that be recording to synthesis, mixing, mastering, logic, Cubase, Visit the ask.audio academy. Listeners of Synth Stories can save $5 per month on a subscription to the academy, containing over 550 video courses. Visit www.ask.audio/synthstories. And playing us out is Frozen from Stereo Spread. My name is Ronak Sethi, and you've been listening to Synth Stories on Ask.audio.